Battery. No, it's still there. My network's dropping in and out. Must be the weather. Um, Falcon, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like porn you're downloading, mate. Pay your bill, mate. <laughs> yeah, and stop watching porn outside. <laughs> it's the best place to watch it. Unless you've done it, you don't know. In your car. People who know, know. And we are back like flat hats and gym rats. This is the Long Snapper podcast. I uh, don't know what episode it is. Although, I was doing the... Uh, we, we were doing like the preparation for it today or like earlier and uh, it's like 2018 obviously happy new year boys happy new year how long do you say that for how many days like now it's done right surely this is pushing it January 4th no more happy new year um, but I think our first set of running orders was 2016 and our new set of running orders are 2018 so that's a little bit of time we've been doing this so worth acknowledging. Right, We've so been going in three different calendar years. There you go, like brilliant. Like Sachin Tendulkar played Test cricket in four different decades. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. There's um, still no kind so, of listens to us. Um, well, it's getting better. Why are you doing that? That is so negative. It's positive. <laughs> He's back, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, so we got Mark, Dougie, and Adam, OG crew. How are we doing? Yeah, good man. Good. Before we go Not on, bad. can I just? Uh, I teased, teased it in the WhatsApp group a little while ago, but I have an announcement to make. Everyone's face. Yeah, straight. I, straight in. I am coming out as football agnostic. I can't say that. It's such a derogatory term, but that is suspect. <laughs> in, in a year where the Kansas City Chiefs have been uh, both times the best team in the league and one of the worst teams in the league. My heart rate hasn't raised once thinking about it. I just don't care about being a Chiefs fan. I don't care. Oh, wow. So from this day forward, there will be a in a very similar vein to the around the NFL podcast, I'll be picking a team at the beginning of every year and I'll be uh, cheering for them. Wait, 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 wait. This has got to be worse than the stick we gave Mark for supporting like six teams. I'm cool, you can't you can't just say I don't like them anymore. I can, and I just did, and I'm I'm sticking with it, and I'm cool with it, because like I say, I've like, I've never been to Kansas City. My my entire fandom was predicated on the fact that I liked their kit when I was 14 or something ridiculous. Like, I just don't care. I have more re- I have more vested interest. Like I found myself genuinely excited about watching Deshaun Watson genuinely excited about watching Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, but you can do that every year. That's yeah, the point of football. But, you but I don't have to pretend change. that I'm something I'm not, which is a Chiefs fan. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I've I've given up that particular uh, ghost. I, think that's, I don't think that's cool at all, mate. I think that is dog uh, shit. After, after the stick I, I, just think you, yeah. I just think he's fallen in love with the Browns. I don't see what else it could be. <laughs> well, there is that as well. There is that. Team. I can. Fuck. Got so much shit for supporting eighteen, and, and I welcome, I, I welcome the shit. All I'm saying is, I have the courage and conviction of my own beliefs to be oh. able to say I do not give two shits about this Kansas City Chiefs team. I don't. <laughs> He's going to be cool. gutted when they go on to win the Super Bowl. I, I yeah, genuinely, genuinely won't it. give a toss, mate. I would not that is, that because if they get into the Super Bowl, everyone sitting on this Skype call knows that it'll be one of the worst Super Bowls you'll ever watch. They're not getting out of the wild card round, but we'll come to that. Oh, mate, I just think that's that. I'm, I'm actually disgusted. Like, I, I, to be if, fair, if you've learned nothing by now, Craig, it's I really don't yeah. care about your opinion. So it, it, <laughs> it, that's fine, but it's a podcast, right? Otherwise, what are we do. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that is that is dog shit. That is not, not on. At all. Okay. At all, at all, at all. Cool, but I'll have a better time watching the NFL than you will because I'll always be supporting a team that I'm interested in. Yeah, I support a team I'm interested in. Yeah, it must have been real fun this year watching the Jets. It was hard. It was hard. (laughs) You want to try being a Bills fan for the last seven (laughs) years. No, absolutely. And and all power to you, but I, I like watching things that interest me and the Chiefs don't interest me. Oh, mate. Adam. 
give us a quiz or something. That is a worst. And the thing is, he started with a, an announcement. Exactly. And that's disgraceful. Adam, help us out. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> well, the quiz isn't about our own teams, luckily. Uh, it's about Black Monday and Ooh. coaches being fired. Um, nice. So we'll, we'll, we'll come to what's just happened on Black Monday. But this, this is a quiz. You've each got to name a coach from each of the last five years whose tenure ended at a particular team on Black Monday. So by year, just to be clear, 2016 refers to last season, so a year ago. Um, although Black Monday can kind of come either side of the, the calendar year. Um, New Year's. Um, so for each of you, you're going to have to name one 2016 back to 2012. Uh, two points for each one you get. If you don't get one, it can go on offer for a point for the fastest uh, fastest alternative player to pick it up. Anybody like to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> good man, good man. So Craig, uh, 2016, you're going to start with naming the coach that the LA Rams fired on Black Monday. Good shot. Yeah. Uh, two points there. Uh, 2015, Cleveland Browns. Who did they fire? Do these go on offer? They will if he doesn't get them yet. And when if it goes on offer, it'll be any man for himself. Oh. Man falling apart already. Podcast gold. Oh, yeah, I, I've got nothing to say. I, 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 I don't know. Dougie knows. Okay. Anyone want to? Anyone want to chip in? Was Dougie? it? Was it Pat Sherman? No. no. Oh, then Rob Chudzinski. No, you're frozen out, Mark. Uh, no, I don't know. It was Mike Petten. Oh, Petten. Ah, nice. Yeah. Uh, next, Craig, 2014, your beloved New York Jets. Rex. Yeah, it was, of course, Rex Ryan. Uh, 2013, Detroit. This is the don't know. tension of the Jeopardy music. Don't know. Don't know. I mean, give up on that, Mark. Go on. Jim Schwartz. Yeah, it was. Well done. His name. Yeah. Um, a, little, a little cheeky See point there. Rat um, face. Craig to finish <laughs> off 2012 with Arizona. Uh, that is no. not fighting. No. Ken Wizard. No, can't. Well done, Dougie. Little bonus there. I'll so, take two. Craig, you're on. You've got four points there. A point each for for Doug and Mark. Uh, which of you would like to go next? Okay, Doug. Uh, 2016, who did the San Diego Chargers fire on Black Monday? Oh, shit. It wasn't Ken Wisenhunt, was it? Oh, I can't remember. Oh. Anyone going to jump in? It's a year ago. Come on. Yeah, he's the. Um, it was there for ages. He's the. Oh, no. He's, he's got to be an OC. He must be an OC somewhere. What's his fucking name? Suave looking dude. Oh. <laughs> I think you might be thinking of their previous guy, actually. I oh, might um, have been. Anything from anybody? No, I can't think of the name. Um, is it is it Mike McCoy? It is Mike McCoy. Who, 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 who was it I was thinking of then? I, th- I don't know if you're thinking of North Turner. North Turner. That's what I was thinking uh, Yeah, he was before that. Yeah. Um, who was yep so Dougie 2015 San Francisco 49ers that is the one and done guy uh, uh, not um, big friends with Hank from this quiz doesn't do you any favours when you're bad with names (laughs) Um, (laughs) does it (laughs) I can see I can see a fat little dude Tash. Yeah, no, no. you've got. I know who it is. I can't remember his name. Go on, Craig. Is it Harbour? No. No, no. It's not Mark. He was a special oh. teams coach before he was the head coach. Yeah, I think you. Who? Think wait, 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 wait. And he coached what the team did you say? Well. The, the 49ers, but good to see you what paying year? attention. <laughs> yeah, what 15. Year? 15. It wasn't, it wasn't, oh, is that not uh, Kelly then? 
No, Kelly was actually fired the Black Monday afterwards. Uh, no, this was Jim Tomsula. Tom Come on, Sula. I literally gave you everything. So I must have had coaches either side of that. <laughs> that must have been the coaches either side of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, literally it was. Um, Dougie, come on. 2014, Atlanta Falcons. 2014, Mike Smith. Yes, well done. Two points. 2013, Washington. The ex-Denver guy. Yeah, again, again, you've got the right guy. Come on. It's there somewhere. My... Oh, fuck me. This is, this is embarrassing. He's so... <sighs> I'm, I'm already giving you a point. You've, you've said his first name and basically described him. Yeah. I can't what? remember his name. I cannot remember his surname. All right. You're having a point for that. Anyone want to shout out his surname? I want to say Schottenheimer, but I'm worried about no, it's wrong. not Schottenheimer. That is very wrong. It's, oh. simi- it's similar. Like, it's like that name, though. It's, um... He is, can... Who's the 49ers head coach? Yeah, the Shanahan. Shanahan, Mike Shanahan. Shanahan. That's it. Not Shanahan. <laughs> not him. Yeah, you're not. You're not having a point for that, Mark. That's <laughs> yeah. That's no, that's no problem. <laughs> okay, Dougie. Last one for you. 2012 and your ex team, Kansas City. 2012, Kansas City is now the head coach. Uh, no, he's now the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mate, you shouldn't do this to people who have got memory issues. Like, <laughs> but that kind of is how a quiz works. It tests, it tests the memory amongst other things. What is his fucking name? Pittsburgh, right? It's the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator. Now you can't just give him a point and, for describing. And it. before he was the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator, he was the offensive coordinator. He was the head coach of the Chiefs. Before that, he was the offensive coordinator for the Super Bowl Arizona Cardinals. But I can't remember his name. Uh, he's not the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers, so you just you're not getting anything. Anyway, oh, well, then it's Tony, Tony Dungy. No, just not. <laughs> Not him either. <laughs> I'm not sure who you're thinking on now. I know who you're thinking of, but I don't think he's that far back. I'm going to have a shot here then. Oh, Craig. Um, is it that Todd? What's his name? Oh, no, shit. No, not no. Todd. Oh, Romeo Cronell. Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. He's going to have a point there. So, uh, uh, he's, a, he's a Texans. I think he's still got a job. He, he was a coordinator there, but I think he's now... like he's the assistant head coach for the Texans. Uh... Right, I what forgot we went, for, we went for a really because uh, Todd, what's his face, did coach yeah. for a year. He didn't coach for a year. He did. Todd Haley. Todd Haley. Haley. That's it. Uh, yeah. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> right, Mark, Mark, do do something better. Right, 2016 it's un- it's Buffalo. 2016. 2016 Buffalo. Uh, may have heard them. Yeah, I'm familiar with their work. Um, <laughs> that, well, that must have been Rex Ryan. It was Rex Ryan. He appears in this quiz twice. 2015. Technically, technically though, Adam, he wasn't fired on Black Monday, but I'll let you off. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice. laughs> because we had Anthony Lynn for a game, but, you know, we'll, we won't worry about it. 2015, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That, I think, was the guy who was at the Bears for ages. Um, I can't remember his first name. Oh, but stop. I think... A lot of you, stop describing people and name them. <laughs> is it, um, this it's, is going to be a two-minute quiz. It's not, it, I can't remember his first name, but I think it's Smith. Oh, Smith, right. Um, Lovey, Lovey. Lovey Smith, thank you yeah. for that. <laughs> Just three to go. Let's see how quickly we can do this. 2014 Chicago. This could be painful. Um... It's not Lovey Smith, is it? No. <laughs> um, you can't just keep guessing. No, I don't know. Right, come on. Mark Tresman. Shout out. Mark Tresman. Well done, Doug. Uh, 2013 Minnesota. Um, Minnesota. Um... North Turner? No. What else? No, I can't remember. Mm, I know it is. Um... Oh, I've got it now. 
Bollocks. Brad Childress. No, no, you can't. Leslie Fraser. It was, but nobody gets anything for that. And finally, 2012, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, that must be Chip Kelly. No, <laughs> Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Yeah. Right. Wow. You've all been pasted by a man with literally no memory. <laughs> what, what was that score? Go on, what was that score? I think, Craig, you got five points. Doug and Mark, you got six each. And I'm buggered if we're going to have a tiebreaker. You could share some music. How, on, fact, how on earth is that accurate? I can't believe that's yeah, accurate. It can't be. Mark, Mark didn't get that. I Craig certainly didn't, didn't get five. I definitely got five. Definitely. At least. I don't think either of you two got six. This and is also, one of those situations where we go back and listen to it and then tot it up later on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, given the fact that you were like 22% battery and accurate. we're 25 minutes and we're 25 minutes into a podcast and we've talked nothing about football, I reckon we'll just fucking move. I'm, I'm not taking the time. Tie. Um, so, as we move forward, before we do actually talk about something rele- relevant to the NFL, um, you can get this gold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <You> lucky bastard. <laughs> um, catch us on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes as well, Long Snapper Podcast. Um, on Twitter, at Long Snap Pod. Uh, Mark, what has happened with the website? Is there anything? It's, it's you know, it's wonderful. It's, it's yeah, there. Go, there, go there regularly, it's there. Um, we had a, we had a three-week period where we really hit that. dot wordpress.com and Jack Jack I've got your blog Jack I just haven't got around to putting it on yet sorry mate Um, no I'll save that story for later I've got a story about Jack remind me so let's talk um, does he still support his NFL team (laughs) yes he's normal did you (laughs) did you see him in a restaurant and you weren't quite sure it was him funnily enough funnily (laughs) enough Jack lives in Sutton, and I live in Cheam, which is not far from Sutton. And I only knew this because I was driving down the road, I was in the passenger seat, and I saw somebody around the corner from my barber's in a, I'm sure it's in a Giants jersey, and he had the beard. And I was like, I'm sure I recognise that dude. I'm sure that's that dude. (laughs) And it's fucking, hey Jack, listen, if it is you... Hit me up. I'm pretty sure because I checked the Twitter and it says something. It was out of the once. It, I couldn't believe it. Anyway. Yeah, he, is, he is around there somewhere, definitely. I remember his yeah. AOB about Tesco's in Wimbledon or something. Well, Jack is local. So, yeah. In a country of however many tens of million people, a podcast that has, has literally no listeners, we bump into a, an awful lot of them. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Random. <laughs> I didn't bump into him. I, I would never say hello to him. Yeah. him. It may not be him, but I'm assuming it's him. Um, anyway, let's actually talk football, not random shit. Uh, so, uh, week 17's done. Playoffs uh, are written. Uh, let's let's just start with 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 the consensus Super Bowl, Bowl favourites. Put a whooping on my Jets, um, and we're staring at a very, very real possibility of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick taking another Super Bowl. Uh, is that is that what's going to happen? Uh, yeah, I really, really, really hope not, but probably. I think they. I mean, there's, there's, there's the Pittsburgh could beat them. I could see them. Yeah, you know, if they fire on all cylinders, Antonio Brown has a big game. I could see them beating. I could see the. Somebody, a team like the Saints on their day in the Super Bowl having their way with them, but they are still strong favourites, and that is depressing. So, you, I mean, you, you probably know, but I've, I've been working on the darts this week. Um, and the guy that got to the two guys that got to the final one's Phil Taylor, one Rob Cross. Now, Rob Cross absolutely steamrolled the, the final. But in the run-up to that final, Phil Taylor is who is, is accepted is not the greatest player anymore. But the second he walks out onto the stage, the player he's playing against sees Phil Taylor, sees 16 world titles, sees 200 ranking events that he's won over 30 years, and he's three sets down before he's thrown a dart. That's where we're at with the Patriots. 
the Patriots walk onto the field with a seven to ten point head start because they walk on the field and there's Brady, Belichick, Gronkowski, and other teams are done before they even get there. Ferguson talked about this in his books. He said the amount of times he'd walk out and you'd see the team like Crumble. watching United train mm. in big game, in pre in warm up of a match, and he'd know that they were going to win. Mm. Mm. I mean. I, I agree. Look, they've got that. They've got that air. They, it's you know, it's, you're right. Fergie talked about it. it's what United built over years. It's what you get from consistency and dominance. I do think there are teams out there, like you say, Adam, who on their day are good enough and experienced enough to overcome that. Like your Big Ben and the Steelers, like your Drew Brees and the Saints, but. As much as it pains me to say, you know, it's hard to look past them. They lose games that really ultimately don't matter. That's the thing. They win the games that they're meant to win. And it's a, it's, it's, it's a real possibility, you know, on a pre-average Patriot side, in fairness, that they, that they can still win this Super Bowl. It, say, it that... says a lot. Sorry, Mark. It says a lot about the strength or relative strength for the Patriots that they can sign James Harrison and even improve their defense now looking at the teams they improve these players when they sign them though they do <laughs> do you not think they do that they do do that but let's be honest if it goes how we think it's going to be Patriots against the Steelers in the AFC Championship now I just think the Patriots have the wood on the Steelers and that they'll, they won't be concerned about that where I think they'll be concerned is if they have to come up against Alvin Kamara or Todd Gurley, because I don't think their defence matches well against that. You, I mean, how how many times have we seen that kind of thing, though? And you think, well, logically, X's and O's, the Patriots are going to struggle against that player or that, that scheme or whatever. And then Belichick just comes out with something but we said this unexpected. We, we said this before when we were talking about the relative strengths of these teams and that New Orleans will game plan for uh, for for Ingram and Kamara to be the key factors in that offense. But if that doesn't work, they fall back on Drew, like Drew Brees. That's not a bad fallback. Like if Gurley doesn't work, I don't think necessarily that Goff is going to be able to carry that team past the Patriots. I do think that Drew Brees can carry a team past the Patriots. Well, this is why why I've been saying I've fancied the Saints for quite a few weeks now, and we've we've all come out with our our Super Bowl picks, and I keep I keep saying the Saints from the NFC, um, and of all the teams in that conference, I think they had the best shot. I agree with you; they have the best shot of upsetting the Patriots, and it w- it would be an upset, and it's not wouldn't be an upset because of the personnel. It's an upset because of the Brady Belichick and that that aura that they've got, that psychological advantage that they have over the other thirty-one teams in the NFL. Right, rightly or wrongly, it does it does favour them more than a couple of exceptionally talented studs. I, I, I like the idea of Ben having a last hurrah. We kind of forget how good he was when he was really good. And like I say, this is an average New England team and an average New England defense. And I just hope maybe more so than anything that it doesn't get to the NFC. It doesn't get to the Super Bowl. It doesn't get to Tom at risk of winning the Super Bowl. Because I think if it goes that far, you know, it is even more in favor of the, 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 the Patriots. I, I'd like to think they get to the championship game and they play uh, up for it. Pittsburgh Steelers with a last chance saloon attitude. Um, Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown wanted to get his ring early. That's what I'm, I'm really hoping for. <laughs> I, I think you're right. I think that they are. We talk about how strong the NFC is this year in comparison to the AFC, but I still think the best two teams in football are in the AFC. Mm. Um, and I, I think you're right. The, the team that is in the best position to stop them is the Steelers. And they've shown, you know, they, they probably should have beaten them the other week had it not been for a dodgy referee call. Mm. Um, and I... I would still say they've got a chance, but again, it's more through wishful thinking. I think, you know, it's because they know how to win these games. They know how to do it. 
and they do it consistently. Looking at the uh, the rest of the bracket, which we don't clearly don't think are going to get too far, but they're in. Um, let's start with let's start with the Bills. Fuck the Titans. <laughs> let's start with the Bills. Thanks, firstly, thanks, mate. Firstly, <laughs> what I've got to say is though that video of the um, Bills locker room and the pubs and that was yeah. just brilliant. Oh. Where everyone celebrates. That's so cool, and it is something you do get. When you when you support a team, Doug, you can really feel a part of these type of moments. So I was happy for I was mate, happy for mate, you I've had those that. moments. They didn't make me feel like that where American football's concerned. Because essentially you're 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 creating an allegiance out of nothing, literally out of thin air. So it's very difficult. And I, I challenge any one of you to actually Tell me, hand well, on I'm heart. I'm happy for you. Anyway, we're talking I, about I Bill. Yeah, Buffalo yeah, was, really Mark, because... did that Buffalo Bills win in any way compared to any United trophy ever? They won a trophy. Though. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Well, like the Carling Cup in 1994 when they beat Sheffield it's, Wednesday. Hey, do you know what? It's... <laughs> <laughs> it well, was... I, actually, it wasn't the Buffalo win. It was a Cincinnati win. Yeah, it, was, was, 90, it was 92, sorry, yeah. not 94. Buffalo were always, always going to win. It um, was it was a it was a proper it was a special moment, and I think when you when your team has has not been in the playoffs for longer than any other team in North American sport, and there's a lot of sports like yeah, um, in like every team has been in the playoffs in in North American <laughs> sport since the last time the Bills were in the playoffs, um, and that that play we don't talk about, Adam. It's well, I talk about it. <laughs> it was it was uh, it was a special moment and you know it's I, I do feel that there's been an element of of patronizing the bills going on afterwards because it's oh you know, good boy good boy yeah it's been, oh, you know look bless them bless them they'd make it they'd just be happy they're there won't they in the nice forum fuck that that's we, literally how I feel. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. We want to get it. We want to win a game now. Um, you know, we want to be the team and uh, goes and has to go up to the Patriots and probably get spanked by him. But still, it's um, yeah, it was amazing. I've I've watched that play, the the Cincinnati play. Oh God knows, well over fifty times. <laughs> it's, have it's you a, have you um, along with many other Bills fans donated to the Andy Dalton Foundation? <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently loads. Loads of them have. That last count, it's over one hundred twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Adam, your your uh, your Titans made it as well. You were as positive as Mark. Can you win a game? I doubt it, <laughs> but you never know. I mean, it's, it's it gets to you get to this stage, and they are just they are games, and the Titans can beat on their day decent teams. They can do it ugly. Um, Sorry, I just want to pick been... you up there. They are games, right? <laughs> they are games. They are games. They're, definite, they're definitely games. Okay. They are definitely Analysis. games. Analysis. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it's it's the Titans have looked ugly at times this season in in victory and defeat. Um, but they've got nine uniforms. and seven. I'm not having that. The all powder they, blues. Got... The all powder blues are a uh, uh, gipping, mate. <laughs> they're rubbish. Uh, where, where, are you, where are you going with this? Uh, no, Tony, you, you, you stand up for yourself, Adam. Year, by the way, new, yeah. uh, it's getting a refresh. Oh, is um, it? Yeah, yeah. Knight got to make that yeah. money, ain't they? You never know. Doug, Doug might be a, a fan next year. Yeah, yeah. if he likes the kit. Uh, Not that absolute <laughs> shell. <laughs> Back be- to the football. <laughs> Look, it's between it's between the Browns and the 49ers at the moment next year. Just so you know. Okay. Um. The, the Titans could could beat the Chiefs. I, the Chiefs will obviously be favourites, um, but you know, with the, the Titans' defence has come up trumps in, in recent, and that that is the side of the ball that hasn't let them down for most of the year and kept them in these games. Um, Sunday was no exception. They beat the Jags because because of that defence, um, shutting what was left of Blake Bortles down, and it was a very very defensive game. Um, and that's that's how they can can win in the playoffs. I don't think the the thing that worries me about the Chiefs is Tyreek Hill and that speed. Um, if they could shut him down, they could shut that offense down, and and it could be another ugly ugly close one. Um. So, 
Browns didn't win a game. That's pretty right. shit. <laughs> Talking of where you can going. You, can, can, you, can, 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 you, can you imagine winning one game out of 32 games and still having a job? That's mental, isn't it? Like, I do like um, Hugh Jackson, but I don't. I mean, they shouldn't have lost every game this year. Surely you have to be responsible for that. How often do we say that teams, you know, in every sport, teams are too quick to fire their coach? You know, football teams are too fast to fire their manager. Um, this is probably the opposite. It's actually kind of makes a nice change. You know, if you know, going back to what Doug's been saying about the Browns all year, um, it's a work in progress. It is that you're talking about the next year, the year after that. Um, and it, obviously, 0 16 is terrible. But I don't think I don't think it's the most shocking thing that's happened to keep to let him keep his job. I I um I disagree. I, I don't. There's obviously Hugh Jackson's obviously got something there with Haslam. Pictures of his misses. Well, maybe because I don't understand the the I don't understand the thought process behind saying we want to stick with our coach. And we're buying into the way he does it, but changing the GM when the whole process started with the coach and GM as a pair. So there's obviously some infighting going on. Hugh Jackson's obviously come out on top of that. Now, for me, all that's going to do is reset the process. So I can't see any improvement, maybe a two-game improvement for the Browns next year, unless they hit a quarterback that drags them over the line. You reckon they take another quarterback or they move for a quarterback? Well, they, they've got the one and the four, so they don't need to move yep. anywhere. They can, no, as in, they can take, in free agency rather than picking no, a quarterback. They, they're the picking a quarterback. Or they, they break the bank for Cousins. Now, they could break the bank for Cousins. They've got something like 50-odd, maybe maybe even 80-odd million in cap space. So they could blow the water off, blow, blow everyone else out of the water for Kirk Cousins. In which case, if they get Kirk Cousins... And they've got the one and the four. They're very, very interesting because that defense plays hard. They're just a couple of players away on offense. They've got Josh Gordon back. Get yourself a tight end. Get yourself a decent lineman with the one with the one pick, maybe the four pick. All of a sudden, it looks different. But I just don't get what what was happening. Firing Sashi Brown, who's engineered this whole draft pick bonanza. But keeping Hugh Jackson doesn't make sense to me, and and that speaks to me as that, what that says to me is that Hugh Jackson is an inherently untrustworthy person because he must have been moving behind the scenes to get rid of Brown. Oh. What what hacks me off about it is that, and you, what you say, Doug, is right. No, no, they've got the one and the four, so they've got the picks in the bank, and all they need is this, and they're going to be an interesting team. It just feels like we've been saying that for three or four years. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's they've, we, they've, they've got. They've got the top dreadful. pick. They've got the top pick. But they've picked they're dreadful quarterbacks. Picked. Yeah, but what's what? But look at look at the Jags, Mark. We were saying that for three or four years about oh, they they should be exactly. a decent team, and they kept disappointing us. And then suddenly, suddenly they're a playoff team. You I put don't Kirk think Cousins just, behind that it's in it's that team. They're a six-win team. Then give them the one and the four think, pick. They were not a bad 0-16 team. It, sounds, it might sound ridiculous. <laughs> there does. have been plenty worse. They lost 20 points to three than that Chicago Brown a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. They were they're, they're, they've got some sort of defence. They've been in a lot of these games. Um, yeah, they've had, they've had some shockers. But the, the, that 0-8 Lions were way, way worse than this Browns team. There were... The Titans were a couple of years ago were way way worse than this Browns team. Agreed. I mean, it, it's not. Nah, it's fuck not that. like they're the second worst team of all time. I don't buy that. Yeah, they, Whatever. They, they they they've had the picks. They keep making mistakes, and they're not yeah. winning. So for me, I don't give a fuck. Your opinion doesn't matter. You need to come out and win. Otherwise, as far as I'm concerned. You're the worst team in the league. Uh, making all these arguments and whatever, fine. But consistent, poor performance on the field. Consistent. No one's making the point they're not the worst team in the league. What we're making the point of is 
that they have the building blocks to become something other than the worst team in the league. Yeah, I've got and no I, time. And I, I agree. I'm just not sure they would do it under Hugh. Yeah. yeah. If they yeah. sign Kirk Cousins, they will be a six-win yeah, different... team just by doing that. You've got to remember that they threw a rookie quarterback, and this is why I don't understand why Jackson's kept his job, because that's nothing to do with Sashi Brown, but they threw Kaiser clean under the bus. Yeah, he did. And wrecked yeah, him. They true. wrecked that player, and that is a coaching mistake. That's not a GM mistake. Now, that's Haslam looking at that and going, right, he has got something that this guy hasn't got. I'm getting rid of that guy. I'm taking this guy's side. But not seeing the picture of, well, we've drafted a player in the first round, and we've fucking crucified him. We've absolutely eviscerated his confidence within six weeks of him starting in the NFL. So that's a coaching decision. Why has Hugh Jackson got away with that? I don't understand it. Don't yeah, I'll move you. I don't know. Um, so looking over to the NFC, um, a Wentzless Eagles still top in the division. Got the bye. Uh, what, have they got a chance? Uh, I think you know we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. Maybe with Foles, they're not as bad as we're assuming they're going to be. Uh, I don't know. What are we giving the chances for the Eagles? Zero. I, I think that in the last couple of weeks, um, the real Nick Foles are starting to stand up and <laughs> there is going to come a time when... Break out into salt, Mark. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't believe you missed the opportunity to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were... Obviously, they you know they didn't play much, but they were cack against the Raiders. They didn't play that well against the Giants. Um, I don't... I think there's going to come a time in the playoffs where he has to be the man that gets them over the line. And I don't think he's going to do it. They've not been that good in the last couple of weeks. Um, I think there are better teams in the, the NFC that will, will do it for them. And I don't, don't fancy their chances. Their defence will keep them in games though. You know, they're not, it will, it's but, not impossible, but uh, yeah, it's also, I would say, only read so much into how they look in week 17 when there's nothing on the line. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was yeah, terrible, it's not that terrible was, shower was, against the Cowboys. But The week before, they weren't great either. Also, yeah, don't no, forget, I mean, they've I, only got to win one game and they're in the conference championships. <laughs> then who knows what might happen. Yeah, I, I, I think Atlanta or New Orleans would be more than enough for them, to be honest. Either of those teams could do well, speaking of Atlanta, they had to win. Uh, they, they got one over on the Panthers. Panthers, having looked reasonably strong in the previous three weeks, um, really stuttering, not clicking on offence. Um, Cam couldn't get going. McCaffrey couldn't get going. Um, are these worries that Carolina have moving forward? We spoke about this last week. And we said that the Carolina Panthers live or die by how well Cam plays. And he was crap against the Falcons over like throwing the ball five, six yards too high all day long. Um, and they just, they couldn't do anything offensively. And as a result, the Panthers didn't look good. Um, he could go into New Orleans and play an absolute blinder and they will do the business. But I just, I don't think the Panthers are consistently going to be good enough. Yeah, I agree. They live and die by how well Cam Newton plays. And if he gets shut down, then they're done. Yeah. I don't think they'll have enough for the Saints. I think my biggest concern was that a poor or a poor-ish, a, uh, you know, not a full-powered Atlanta offense still managed to do enough to beat them. That's my concern because that defense when it plays well really allows cam that freedom and and and, and they were they were struggling um so I'm, I'm a lot less high on carolina however i do agree i think you know cam can get it going and when you see him having fun and excited on the sidelines and and showing off they, they have got that penchant to just be able to to to, to turn it on um, I think if it's the cam that played against the Vikings or the Packers turns up, they've got a real good chance. If it's the cam that played against the Buccaneers or the Falcons that turns up, they're done. Simple as that. Cam's got a knack of turning up big when you least expect it, and vice versa. Um, it's like, like I say, and that, and that's why I'm not counting the Eagles out because all Foles has to do is play well for 80 minutes over the course of two games, and the Eagles will be in games. 
I don't think you can but, count yeah. any of these NFC teams out. I really don't. Well, speaking of the other NFC teams, we've got the the, the, the Saints and the Vikings. Um, both winning their division? Yeah. 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 Uh, and looking really strong moving forward. Um, we spoke about the Saints and that dual threat at running back. I do want to take a second. Alvin Kamara is fucking amazing. He scored a punt return the other day. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> this, guy, <laughs> this guy can literally do it all. And I, I, I've said it before, there's something about players when they're at the top of their game, they just seem invincible and he just, he's got that glow about him at the moment. It's nice when you've got him and, uh, and Mark Ingram. <laughs> For, you know, he's, one's having a bit of an off day. It's not, not too bad, is it? And uh, Vikings, you know, been a consistent performer all year. Yeah, I must admit, I'm not as excited about the Vikings as I have been previously. I know we've spoken about the Vikings a lot, but I'm I'm very meh about the Vikings. Is do you? It's hard Why? to. Is it just a know. case of when it gets to the business end, you think Case Keenum, and you still remember <laughs> Case Keenum before this season? I don't know. I, can't I know keep what you mean. Though. He's been doing it for like uh, 14 weeks. Like, chill out. On no, the I think I think I think Case Keenum's played well. I just. Maybe it is. It's, it's what else is there? We've got this great story of Case Keenum, who's had a very, very stellar year, solid, solid lit year. But other than that, what else is there? And therefore, are we saying that Case Keenum can win the Super Bowl? Yep. Can he win an NFC Championship? Yep. That's lofty. I'm not. I'm. I, well, I the Super Bowl is littered with Trent average Dilford can win a Super Bowl. Kerry Collins, man, got to a Super Bowl. Like, but you need you need that they, around you. And they've, got, that, they've got. They've got. I said they've got, got arguably with the best wide receiver pair in Diggs and Thielen in the league. Thielen's gone off the um, board a bit the last few weeks. My fantasy team can mm. attest to that. But so's Keenum. Keenum has been 150 yards and a touchdown. It's, so I think that's, that's all they've needed. That's all they've yeah, needed. Exactly. Yeah. They've still won the games. It's just whether they make that step up. I think the last couple of weeks, they have not been as far on all cylinders as they have been. Mm. Um, but that may be because they were already in and they were done. And they were playing the Packers with no um, no Aaron Rodgers and the Bears. So it's you know it's hard to be that be the same team. So looking forward to uh, wildcard weekend. Let's um, let's have a look at some of these games. Um, Mark, you want to talk to us a bit about the Titans at the Chiefs? Yeah, I think you've got to look at this as the the Chiefs being favourites. I think the the Titans, as I've mentioned on the, on a couple, odd kind of stuttered into. Them. And there's a, a, a pretty solid argument that the, there are better teams that haven't made it, namely the Chargers, who I think would go into this game with a, with a solid chance. Um, the Titans are there based on their based on their defense. Basically, Mariota has not had a stellar season by any stretch of the imagination, um, and has got half the amount of touchdowns the the go Alex Smith has managed. Um, he's picked up twenty six this year. I think that the Chiefs. Did you just call uh, Alex Smith the goat? Yeah, yeah mate. he did. That's he did. Po- that is podcast gold. Well done. Well done. <laughs> um, I think that the, the Chiefs have found a way in the last three or four weeks um, to to get it done. Um, they've gone back to what they were doing earlier on in the season when it looked like they were completely chucking it away earlier on. Um, Smith has come good, and most importantly for them, Kareem Hunt has come good again. Um, he went completely off the boil, but he's come back. They've found that crucial thing that you get going into the playoffs, which is momentum. Um, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, they're playing well. Kareem Hunt's playing well. Alex Smith isn't isn't being shit. Um, and their defense has picked it up and is doing doing all right. I think that there's there's you know in playoff football in this type of situation there's always a chance. And if the Titans can keep Henry and Murray doing what they're doing, um, Rashad Matthews is still a weapon um, even though it hasn't had a stellar year. I just can't see the Titans having enough to get over the Chiefs in in Kansas. To be honest, sorry Adam, but I think this is Chiefs all day long. Yeah, you mentioned Richard Matthews, the Titans, all of the Titans receivers. In fact, I'd even include who delayed uh, struggled this year and yeah. um, various different issues. Decker can't, couldn't catch a cold. Some of that, some he literally dropped everything that came his way. 
Yeah. Um, Th- those week. three, those three receivers you named there has got as many touchdowns as Travis Kelsey has by himself. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. But I mean, we haven't had that many touchdowns through the air. Yeah. Well, only thirteen for Marcus Mariota. It's a yeah. it's a pretty poor return. Doug, do you want to tell us about the Falcons at the Rams? Um, yeah, I think this Falcons at Rams is going to come down to the quarterbacks. Um, Matt Ryan. I, I just don't know what to make of Matt Ryan. He goes, he goes from looking like one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL to to looking like a deer in headlights. And 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 Jared Goff, very much the same. If if Gurley's firing, they're going to look all right. If if the Rams can step up their their run D, then it's on Jared Goff's shoulders. And I'm not sure A has got the weapons, and B he's good enough to be able to to do it. So that's what it comes down to for me. Todd Gurley could run for 200 yards, though. That's the thing. <laughs> he could have he could have 300 combined yards in the game, and 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 that'll be that. I'll give us a bit of background for the Bills Jags. Um, I think this one's a true pick 'em. I think you can see it when you look into the numbers. If you consider Bortles, um, who's had a you know a, a reasonable year, sixty uh, percent completion rate. Um, I think it, it, his production has been similar to Tyra Taylor, who's at sixty-two percent. Twenty-one TDs for Bortles with, with with eighteen TDs for Taylor. There's a lot of similarities in the run game. Um, you've got two top running backs in, in, in Fournette and, um, and, and and Shady, if Shady's fit. Um, so there's the first caveat. That's the first big thing. Is Shady going to be fit? Because without Shady, Bills have got no shot. Facts. True, no, true that. No shot. Um, if he's there, you know, and and, and he's 1,200 yards, he's good. The interesting thing is on defense. Um, the Bills, while the defense has been good at times, they do not create turnovers um and they don't get to the quarterback unlike the jags who get to the quarterback 55 sacks this year 27 sacks between Nganaku and campbell so i like if the jags defense get hot early get to tara taylor early then i think it, it could be a blowout it could be a shady not sharing, um, fit enough, and um, you know, Buffalo have got that excitement going that, they, that, that, that there's a buzz around them at the moment. If they can take that energy into the game, it could be a real good game, real exciting game. Um, but I do, I, I think the worry is that defense just going to be a bit too much, a bit too aggressive for that, uh, that Buffalo O line. Tell you what, something's got to give. Neither Tyrod Taylor nor Blake Bortles have ever lost a playoff game. One of those streaks is going to come to an end. <laughs> um, Adam, round it up. Uh, Panthers at Saints. Yeah, we kind of have talked about this a little bit already, so I won't say too much other, other than just the fact, really, that I trust the Saints a lot more than the Panthers. Uh, we've touched on Cam's inconsistency. Um, yeah, he might turn up. It wouldn't It wouldn't shock me if, if Cam turns up and puts on a show. Um, I just think... I'd rather have Drew Brees um, ever reliable with those two stellar running backs and the passing game to fall back on. Um, While he hasn't put up the numbers this year that he has done, but they're still pretty stellar numbers. Um, On the face of it, Saints versus Panthers, you'd think it would come down to the Panthers' D versus the Saints' offence. But what's changed this year is the Saints have now got a defence that makes plays and what they've done, they've beaten the Panthers twice in the regular season by creating turnovers, forcing mistakes from Carolina and capitalising on those. When you've got a run game with Kamara and Ingram, um, it's, it's pretty easy to do. Well, thanks can create even a couple of turnovers. It'll be a very easy win for them. Um, just, you know, depends where the cam turns up as to how close it will be. But I'm backing the Saints quite heavily in my head and anywhere I can. (laughs) They're they're going all the way. Probably won't be on a sweepstake because we've forgotten to put those on a couple of weeks running, haven't we? (laughs) Two weeks running, how's it been? Nah, whose turn is it? I think I was the last one. The last one we did was mine where we just missed out. Maybe just straight up accumulated for the four games. Who's the first one that put one on? 
we went alphabetical. So Adam, it's on it's on you. Okay. Cool. Done. Uh so before we leave the NFL chat, Dougie, how's your battery doing? Uh well I I got a bit of charging. You might have noticed from the uh, high pitched squeal that was going on. But um, yeah. yeah, we're good. We're good. But we are at fifty eight minutes. So before we get out of the NFL, let's just quickly touch on um, you know, uh, Adam, you took we, we had our quiz on Black Monday. Some some more notable um sackings. Bears, John Fox, not so not not so surprising. Um Caldwell. Jack Del Rio, that one was a bit That surprised me. No, bit, he's I done one of the worst. No, 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 I'm sorry. That's the Gruden thing. No, no Jack Del Jack Del Rio. One of the worst a- coaching jobs in the last ten years of American football. To take a team loaded with that much talent and make them average. Jack Del Rio's an idiot. <laughs> that, that team that team should be a playoff team it wasn't and they would be if it wasn't for him straight up damn right <laughs> I, I don't know I'm not I'm, I, don't, I don't see how he loses his job at Hugh yeah, Jack I don't see how he loses his job I don't get out of that well didn't his quarterback break his leg twice in two years so like it's a it's a tough one to for me you know I, I think if it wasn't for John leg. Gruden he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be going that's, that's, that's the issue um with the likelihood of the Raiders moving to Vegas I, and the popularity. I don't, I don't get the John Gruden thing. The guy hasn't coached in nearly 10 years. Yeah. Like, chill and the fuck out about John spends in the booth, the less credible he seems to become. Not only that, but once he won the Super Bowl, he never won another playoff game. So, like, we talk about Gruden gets this sort of godlike status, this football god status. Okay, he won, a Super, he won a Super Bowl with a team who should have won a Super Bowl. He inherited a Super Bowl winning team. And then never won another playoff game. I love listening to him. I think he's great fun. He's got loads of excitement. One of my more, definitely one of the more entertaining pundits. But I don't know where his coaching credentials come from. Although um, he does, he has got the line that he always says: "When you talk about a guy like whoever, no, yeah. you don't talk about a guy like him. You just talk about him." That's <laughs> <laughs> Phil Simms' trick. Finally, just quickly, we'll um, we'll mention um, Rusty's team who picked uh, and he's sticking with that team. Good for him. That's, that's uh, how you should be. Sounds, sounds like a stand-up bloke. Although, I'll tell you what, now Doug is, now Doug's come out. Um, you might give him license. For the last couple of weeks, he's been wearing a Bears hat when he's been recording this. So, yeah, um, it might, be, <laughs> <laughs> it might give him a license. That's true. He might have encouraged some poor behaviour. No, I don't yeah. believe that. Let's, let's just make it clear that I've, I've openly said that I'm changing my allegiance to a team that is worse than the team I currently like or currently am <laughs> claimed to have liked. What you said is you're just going to pick who you want. No, I said sense. I'm going to pick a team that interests me. It might be the yeah. Texans. Technically, anybody is entitled to do that, right? <laughs> it might be the Texans because I really enjoyed watching Deshaun Watson last year, but I think it's going to be the Niners and uh, either the Niners or the Browns or the Texans. It might be the 49ers the who all of a sudden look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever does better, right? Anyway, um, back to Rusty's team. Um, they lost their coach. Coach retired. Um, and also, old cart horse has gone. Um, yeah. Rusty, stick with it, mate. Like I say, you've made a better stuff. What do we, who, what, what's going to happen for the cards? Because that's a, that's a big gap you've left. They've, they've, they've got a draft a QB, haven't they? They need yeah. a QB because well, you're going into a league now. Put it this way. Kirk Cousins' missus is planning her shopping trip already. Because that dude yeah. is going to get banked, to yeah. quote, uh, to quote, uh, new. Mexican and they they need leader. someone because he, they're in a division now with Jimmy G, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff. Um, you've got three proper strong teams there. If they manage to fuck up this off season, they could be fourth in that that division for a long time. True. Little Can I just word to Carson um, Palmer, by the way. Go on. Um, yeah. Um, genuinely, well, probably a bit more out of his career than he got. Injuries mainly. Um, I was always a Palmer fan, so uh, all, all the best to him in his retirement. I just and want to mention. Experience. I just want to talk about Marv Lewis as well. Keeping his job. Keeping his job. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't get that. I, no, it's weird. I, I do get it in the sense that there are so many coaching vacancies this year that. I don't think uh, there's so many coaching vacancies and I don't think there are that many outstanding candidates 
because a lot of the good candidates were swallowed up last year. And if you don't get a McDaniels or a Patricia, what are you left with? And the options might not be as good as your current choice, which is why I think as well the Browns have stuck a little bit as well because to keep that experience of a Hugh Jackson over someone unproven when you're in a rebuilding phase isn't necessarily a bad thing. Now, I can see why the Bengals have done it. I really can. And I think that Lewis's next move will be into the GM role. And that may even come at the end of next year. He's, he's, he comes across as a likeable guy. I don't hate it, but I think you know, just, he's had a good shot over there. It's probably probably a good, would have been a good been, time. Just been too long with him there. Yeah. I, I, agree, I agree with you. And, and that actually shows how the team, the team seemed to react to the news that he might be going, actually, was yeah, the impression exactly. I got. Yeah. Um. I thought maybe maybe a lot of players didn't want that and thought we'll uh, we'll put in a couple of before for him. I think a lot of these firings and and so, and coach changes are being are being made because of the McVeigh effect, where teams are going to think, well, we can just pluck an offensive coordinator out of any team and we'll be like the Rams. Don't think it's going to be the case next year. No, no. I agree. Definitely not. They've lucked out there. I can't yeah, see someone lucked. like Pat Shermer, who a lot of people are talking about to Arizona, the guy, the offensive coordinator of the Vikings. I can't see him going in there and doing th- th- having the same kind of effect. He just doesn't strike me as being anything special. And that'll no. probably come back to... And also, none of them are going to have Wade Phillips as their D, D coordinator. Exactly right, yeah. <laughs> so, I think that'll do us for NFL chat. Um, look forward to next week. Um, yeah. So, what I like about, do you know what I like about the playoffs, Craig, is the fact that you can just sit down and you can watch four games of football. Yeah. Oh, things on Red Zone. Yes, yes. You just Mate, get to watch football. Preach, I love, preach. love that point yeah, of it. And, and it's just, it's made that much more special because my lot are playing. But it's, <laughs> I love the fact that, because I don't do it I enough. It. I'm a Steeler fan. Next week, by the way, so next week is the best week of the lot, the divisional round. Oh, you've got four four games back to back and they're better games than this week's. Round you get mismatches quite often. Um, those those four games with the two two teams on a bye and the winners winners from the previous week. That'd be good. Steelers Chiefs and that'd be what Steelers Chiefs and the Patriots Bills, won't it? I think that'll be pretty exciting. <laughs> Let's see. I'm, I'm not if Shady can't run. Um, run. Speaking of, um, we've got a playoff challenge group. Um, Adams tweeted the link. You can get involved. Um, Adam, what is it? Uh, you. You're picking like a, a fantasy team, but you've got all players at your disposal. Um, what you need to do to win is you want to pick players, defense, kicker, all positions, usual fantasy positions. You want to pick players who you think are, are going to make a run to the Super Bowl, ideally, because each each week you've got them in your team more than once in a row. They score doubles and then triples, quadruples if you've got them all four weeks. You can pick players on a bye week and they'll come in two times points you'd obviously miss out on the first week. Um, strategies are obviously up, up to you, though. Um, I've stuck quite a few Saints players in because they're playing this week and I think they will perhaps go all the way. Yeah, um, last year I picked all Patriots and Falcons players and I came eighth overall. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. But well, well, last, last year, when they yeah. got to the Super Bowl. Oh, you mean, oh, eighth overall as in... Eighth overall in the whole game. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> on NFL.com. No way. Jesus. I won the I won the Bills one by a million miles and I was yeah, I was like eighth overall in the entire game because I had players that were in the Super Bowl and that was all it took. Yeah. That's how you win the game. You just pick no. players that you don't have to drop and you just get in the with the final game you've got the four times multiplier and you you destroy everybody else. Nice. Simple. All it we'll takes is one one of those teams oh, to be. lose, done, you're nowhere. I'm just gonna watch some football because I've had enough fantasy this year. Me too. <laughs> but we'll get on to that. <laughs> yep AOB go on then Dougie so an ultimately satisfying year for me fantasy wise I'm going to take it to fantasy because we haven't got fantasy corner this week but I won and I can say it now my league record I thought you didn't care about (laughs) league record we didn't care about league record yeah but that was clearly just banter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care about it. <laughs> I was future proofing myself. 
Clearly, one is that man. like not caring about the Kansas City Chiefs? Is that the no? Same no, thing? I genuinely right. don't care about. It. Like, I have no. I just have. They they do nothing. They they don't stir any emotion in me. Whereas watching Jimmy G. Anyway, look, come on. Um, so yeah, I won my league record. I beat Craig what four five times this year. How many times did I beat you this year, Craig? Once in long snap, once in league record. I beat you once in league record as well. And the playoffs, twice. Playoffs twice. When? When did well, we? Didn't I beat you in the playoffs snap? for long snap and playoffs for? Oh, did we play each other for long snap? Maybe I don't know. Oh, yeah, anyway, we... I beat you enough yeah, we... times and it was satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> but I also uh, got to the fight. Fi- well, so I got to. Uh, the final in long snap, obviously won this one. I also won the league that I may have spoken about earlier in the season, which was the Dynasty League with the full D- IDPs. So you pick a full defensive team. I won that by 70 points in the final. So a good year all round, really, and uh, unquestionably. How do you do in our, how do you do in our ESPN league, Doug? Uh, terribly, <laughs> terribly. But I, I deleted that app about week six. So, <laughs> oh, so Yeah, yeah. Always the way. You won, but you've shown your stones tonight, son. <laughs> but anyway. It's the only the, thing that makes him smile. The, the thing that um, you should all know is that I've got a mate with a 3D printer and the trophy's getting an upgrade. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> well, Mark. My any other business? Yeah. All right. Um, I, I don't. I don't have a huge amount this week. Um, but I one I read um a couple of days ago an interview in the Guardian with Daniel Taylor and Kareem Brewster. Um, and it's all about he's he's an under seventeen World Cup winning forward place for Liverpool, and it's talking about the the racist abuse that he gets um, and has had when he's been playing for England and Liverpool on the continent um, and his dismay at the lack of action that happens from UEFA and FIFA about it. Um, and I would just urge anyone to go and have a read of it. It's really eye-opening. It's brilliantly put together. It's an excellent interview by by Daniel Taylor, who's a brilliant journalist. Um, I think it's really brave of him to come forward at such a young age to talk about the issue. Um, and it's, it's well worth a read if anyone's got any interest in it. Um, so, yeah, go and check that out. Cheers. Good one. Absolutely. Nice one. Uh, I, I just want to, yeah, I just want to do my proper AOB now. Are, you, are we doing two? Are we? We get the first one, then we no, come no, back, that, then we get that another was just one. Me, uh, that was just me bantering. But go on, carry on with yours, and I'll do mine in a bit. Cheers, mate. Thanks. Um, yeah, my answer's positive. Uh, Doug kind of talked to you about fantasy, and it, it, uh, we we heard me talk about it a few weeks ago. That fantasy game that we had in our league record was one of the most emotionally draining evenings of a game that wasn't sport I've ever experienced. One point five points over the two weeks. The that week we played in championship week, less than a point split us in terms of our points. Just saying, but what it tells you and what it shows you these tiny little margins between being really really happy a la Dougie earlier um, with a heavy dose of smug or being disappointed and those tiny margins are achievable so 2018 is a nice way to think you know what like, I, I will struggle with sport Man United have been pissing me off pissing me off um, and obviously NFL has been shit and then we got beat by the Patriots so I took a hammering at the end of 2017 sporting wise without competing personally but it's 2018 you know, the, the sun will always rise and all that. So positive shit. And uh, Mark, you're right. I'm so looking forward, particularly Adam, you said it next weekend of just watching football. So I'm really not going to be trying very hard on that fantasy thing. Uh, just FYI. <laughs> uh, Doug, do fan- uh, you want to do a second AOB or something? Uh, no, no, I've changed my mind. Or okay. this guy's turned into a diva. Yes, I want to do it. No, I don't want to do it. Maybe <laughs> I'll do it a bit later. <laughs> Fucking job. I'll support that team. No, I won't. Yes, exactly. This guy. So I'll do this that. Guy. Adam, bring us home, please. Uh, um, I got off the train tonight. I worked in London today. Um, got off the train and there are t- uh, ticket 
readers, not barriers, but just like oyster readers that read your contactless card. So I'm queuing up to use that to tap tap out. There's a guy talking to his mate behind me who's you know, overhear the conversation. He's like waiting for him to tap his tap his card. Like, oh, you paid, have you? What do you do that for? Oh, waste of time. More for more for you. Turn around and looked at him. Now I thought I'm going to take your picture, but I sort of bottled it and waited till he couldn't see what I was doing and tried to take his picture. And it was dark and it hadn't come out. These people who want to brag about this sort of thing and turn out and to be rushed from the mall over pockets. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not. Like, well, this is the sort of thing you might do. He's a self-confessed cheat. Um, but these <laughs> people are partly responsible for the price rises that are going on on the railways that have been in so much, so much in the news. Um, this probably wouldn't have hurt me so much. Um, uh, with this guy, had he had he not had a man bun, and I turned around and looked at him, and if he hadn't, I'd probably have just let it wash over me. But that's really, really eaten away at me. I, I pay my way. Adam, how is, how it. is that guy the problem when the train companies themselves got out of paying a two billion payment to the government because of corporate? Um, he's not the problem. He's part of. A, he's I don't, part I don't of think a, not paying for a ticket is part of the problem. It's 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 the the fault of the train lines if they don't put the barriers down, isn't it? I'll put the fucking well, barriers down, make the cunt pay. You're kind of missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> On that one, let's How am I missing the point? How am I missing the point? <laughs> no, we, we don't want to do another podcast. No, I don't. I want to know. How am I missing the point? How am I missing the point? Because what he's saying is just pay your... Just pay the yeah, just pay. Pay for service that, you'll, that you want. Let, 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 Dougie, no, di- let, no let, different to uninsured drivers. Making let Dougie else know. Let Dougie know in the uh, mentions. We don't need to debate that one. And your business. It's yours. <laughs> oh, it hurts him. <laughs> Later, boys. Uh, bye. Cheers. Bye.